0: that focuses on helping you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness in your life. And I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week, and if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please leave a review so I can continue bringing you episodes each and every week. Well, in this episode, I am joined by fellow professional organizer, Jaina L'Oreal Morales, and she's going to talk about fourth quarter business organizing strategies, especially for those of you who have a side hustle. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and my book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week is, do you have a side hustle? For years, when I started this business, I had side hustles. So I would be interested in knowing if you have one as well. And there were nearly 13 million women-owned businesses in the U.S. as of 2019 according to American Express and women owned businesses generated $1.9 trillion in revenue for the U.S. economy in 2019 according to American Express which is why I wanted Dana L'Oreal Morales who coaches side hustle and solopreneurs to help them create and implement organization and process systems in both their business and personal lives. She does this through her membership site Organize Academy, and our one-on-one coaching services. So I'm telling you, you need to get a pen, paper, get your tablet, and take some notes so you can have some strategies if you're a side hustler. Well, listeners, I'm excited because I have a returning guest is Dana L'Oreal Morales, and we're going to talk to all of you businesses out there and how you can really be more effective and efficient as we move into the fourth quarter. And Dana, I thank you so much for returning. Of course. So before we get into all the strategies and everything, one, you are a holistic process strategist. So I want you to share with the listeners what exactly that is.
1: So basically, I work with business owners, basically solopreneurs and side hustlers are my kind of ball of wax. And we I really help them navigate life and business all together, because most of the time, you know, like I said, they're we're solopreneurs. So They are doing all the things. It's not just about running your business. It's about running your business, making sure your family is where they need to be, making sure that you're in all the extracurricular activities and um, your organizations that you belong to. And on top of that, dealing with self-care. So it's really looking at organization and process from all aspects of your life and your business.
0: So, with that said, Dana, what are some of the things that businesses or business people do and maybe those bad habits that we need to kind of let go and not bring into the next quarter and definitely not into a new year?
1: Oh, yes. And I love that you said bad habits. So, that's, that's what I'd say. Don't bring your bad habits, <laughs> don't bring your bad habits through. One of the things that I see that most um, entrepreneurs kind of miss out on or, or don't do is that they don't really stop and do lessons learned so we begin our year we plan from you know j in december we're saying okay what are we going to do for the year january through december and we have it all mapped out of what we want to accomplish and so we're going from month to month to month trying to meet these goals and and um meet these dates that we've preset for ourselves. But what we don't really take into consideration are all the transitions that happen throughout the year, all the shifts that have to to go um, that we have to do. And so really stopping after any big launch, any big um, dates, deliverables that you have. Deliverables are those things that you are producing, right? Um, And so really taking time out to do lessons learned about those particular things. So an example of this is I have a a client who sells products and she regularly sells products online and she also sells products um, in person, right? And so after each of the in-person events, you know, I really worked with her to start doing lessons learned. How did the events go? How much money did I spend? to um, participate in this event? How much money did I make from the event? So really evaluating um, the return on investment of that particular endeavor or the things that you're doing in your business. And so then what that allows you to do is self-correct along the way. So if something isn't isn't working right, or you're realizing like I participate in this event, but I ended up losing money or not making as much money as I think I could have. How can I make a difference in the next event I participate in? Maybe I don't have as many products. Maybe I need to have somebody else added on to my team for that day to assist with, you know, working with clients. So um, and I'm using that as an example because I think that people can kind of relate to that. But think about any type of event. If it's, you know, a big launch that you have going on in your business, if you're an online business, then you need to look at, you know, did all of the links work properly? How many people hit it on the first day? Um, what were the questions I was getting? Can I address those ahead of time? Um, and so by by building on month to month, you are able to better, um Get a better reach in in all of the things that you're doing over time in your business.
0: And I like the way you said that about you said lessons learned, because one of the things for myself is, you know, I'm good at planning. I'm good at scheduling. But I found as like you said, when things changed, there was a shift and an increase in webinars, which was Mm -hmm. wonderful, but I had to figure out how to manage all those requests. So I had to, you know, before it was like, oh, I would just put it on my calendar, but Mm -hmm. I needed something a little more. Now I've got the whiteboard where I can kind of look down the list. So when people call and say, well, Janet, we want you to do something this time, I can immediately say without flipping through my calendar, no, I can't do it. So I like that. Lessons learned. So with that, Dana, what are some of the things that maybe we can do as businesses to you know as you said lessons learned but maybe what are some strategies we can kind of incorporate now to kind of get us ready not only for the fourth quarter but also really kind of give us a jump start on a new year
1: well a couple of things that i am seeing on a regular basis when i'm working with individuals is that we are not breaking our tasks down properly so, um, when we going back to kind of let's let's focus on fourth quarter, right, so we know the fourth quarter uh what months are included in that, right we've got October, November, December. well, for some people, that is you gearing up for your peak time of the year for others, you're kind of winding things up, you're ending your year. Um, and, and try to wrap some things up so that you can move into your next year. So a couple of things that you can do is number one, take those three months, take print off the calendar, uh, a blank calendar for those three months, plug in the dates that you already know, right? So we know there's Thanksgiving for those of us who celebrate Thanksgiving. We know there's Christmas for those who celebrate Christmas. We know our children's play that you know the their end of school dates we know all of those things so those known dates you plug them in and then look at what you have left on your calendar goals right or I shouldn't say calendar goals your yearly goals so once you've identified your yearly goals be realistic with yourself what can I accomplish in the amount of time that I have left for the year and really be strategic in that and Is it really going to, I love return on investment. That is a key phrase and and thing that I want people to start to think about as they're planning and, and developing, because if this thing that you are putting all of your attention and your focus on is not giving you a high return on investment, why are you doing it? Right. And that's hard for some of us, especially if we really love the idea or have put a lot of work into it to just abandon it. That's kind of the thought process, right? We think, oh, we're abandoning it. But instead of thinking that, shift to the thinking of maybe this isn't the right time, put it on pause and move it, you know, plan it for next year or think, what can I do to shift this at another time and work on it? So once you have that realistic uh, thought process with yourself, right, That, that talk, that realistic talk with yourself, then whatever you have left, begin to put it on your calendar. I am a huge proponent of not just having a list of things to do, plug them in. And in plugging them in, you really have to focus on your overall daily capacity limits, right? So each of us, you know, we think everybody has 24 hours in a day. But the truth is you don't have 24 hours in a day to work on your business, right? If you start subtracting from that 24 hours, you need six to eight hours of sleep. I don't care if you claim you need less, six to eight hours a day sleep or just rest. Even if you're not sleeping, self-care, you need that time. Then factor in your children, pick up times and things. So each day is may have a different... Capacity limit that you can dedicate to your business. And based on that, you can then begin to realistically plug things in to your calendar. And I would caution you against maxing that out. So if your daily capacity limit is, let's say, six hours, you cannot work six hours straight, right? The things that you have to do, oftentimes we underestimate the time it takes to do them. So I would caution you to try to break things down into 30 minute segments and really start to, um, you know, if you have a six hour period of time, block it out every other 30 minute period, right? Until you get used to understanding what your true time allotment is for that particular type of task. Um, And I think that as you begin to do that, you're going to be able to better plan for your various quarters and whatever is coming up in that season.
0: And I like what you said, Dana, capacity limits. I don't think we really think about that because mm-hmm. even with myself now, because, you know, like so many people, I've been inside for so long. Now I'm going out a little bit, working mm-hmm. on site with clients, but I'm realizing I have to get used to that again because I was so used to working right. home. So now I'm like doing the commute, working on site, coming home. And before, I could come home and do other things, but now it's like, mm, I'm exhausted, I'm exhausted Why am I exa- Why am I exhausted, yes. so you're right, and I have to take that into consideration. I like the capacity limits and also what you said about everybody's talking about we got twenty four hours in a day when actually, mm-hmm. when you start taking your sleep time, your
1: work time, walk the dog, all this other stuff you, re- you you mentioned commuting yeah. your commute time, you know, think about like literally a lot of us gained two hours in our day because we were no longer commuting to to and from our, our job, right? So, or our work, our business, whatever it is that you were doing. So really thinking about how that factors into your overall time availability.
0: This, yeah, that is so true. That is so true. And I like the way you just said, just map everything out, print some calendars out and just start plugging things in because I think yeah. that it gives you a real sense of what's going on. Like you said, those capacity limits. So Dana, how do you do it? How do you manage it all? I mean, you're a mommy, you got clients, you got stuff going on inside the house, outside the house. How do you like just manage yourself and really stay organized.
1: Yeah, that's hilarious. Because uh, for your listeners who don't know, I am a side hustler. I train and teach side hustlers because I am one and I, I know how to do that, right? Um, so basically what I told you, I I am a huge proponent of, you know, focusing on those capacity limits and, you know, knowing, especially if you're a side hustler, you, eight hours of that day are dedicated to your full-time business, Right. Um, if you're a, not a side hustle, you're a full time employee, you have dedicated more than likely four to six hours to actually just working in your business. So, some of those things you have to really, really focus on those capacity limits. That, that is huge for me. Um, I am really big on only planning for, I say 90 days, but roughly it's, I, really plan for um, a month and then I have two months where I'm actually doing. Then I plan again two months. So it's not a, I don't look at, okay, January through December, this is my year and let me plan the whole thing out. I have a high level idea of what I would like to accomplish for the year. And I think that that's important to just have that viewpoint. But when it really comes down to putting things into action, I'm very um, iterative. So I say, I'm just going to focus on this first quarter and see what happens. And that's where you're building in those lessons learned and really adapting to see, okay, based on the success of this, I can go to that next goal. Or maybe this is going so well that I don't need to move to that next goal. I really need to sit in this place that I'm in. Um, So I do a lot of that in, in relation to planning my business. I really utilize my project management tools Um, I have a lot of automation set up, so I work with clients to really map out their processes and ensure that they have streamlined them as much as possible and that they have um, created ways in which they physically don't have to be the ones clicking every single button or sending every single email. Many people think that I have a team of like five or six people working for me. It is me. I respond to every social media post, you know, like, because to me, that's personal, my business and what I do is very personal. So I want to have that personal one-on-one connection with my clients. And so I've built my business in a way that allows for that. Right. And then, you know, from a self care standpoint, because that's important. um, And I think more people are paying attention to that now, is that I actually built that into my business plan. It is not a separate thing that I consider, you know, after the fact. I say, okay, in this two month period, when am I going to be able to take time for myself? So it's built into capacity, it's built into everything I do. And that's not self care with my family that's self-care for me. I also have to consider my family in that. So there, there are time blocks for my family. So when people are booking time with me on my calendar, most of my time that I spend with clients is on Wednesdays and Thursdays or Saturdays and or Sundays. And the reason for that is because number one, I am available more because I have a block of time when my daughter is otherwise committed, right? So That gives me the ability to just focus in on my client and their needs during those times. I'm not being pulled between family, business, uh, work, extracurricular. All of those things are just kind of built into the overall schedule.
0: Wow. That just sounds, that sounds so wonderful, Dana. And of course, you know, I could talk to you all day long. And I've been taking all kinds of notes too, just so you'll know. So. How do one listeners get in contact with you,
1: but also what is the Organized Academy? Well, the Organized Academy is my way of meeting you where you are. So with my clients, I kind of have a three-tier client structure. So I have the brand new... Um, entrepreneurs or those who really have just been flying by the seat of their pants and really don't know the right systems, the right tools. They're making it work, but they know it's not really what needs to be in place. So the Organized Academy, is it, it was built off of their backs, right? And we have developed it over time. I also have um, resources for those entrepreneurs who have been in business, things are working well, but they know they need to streamline. They know that they need to uh, eliminate some of the bloat that they have in their system because they've had it so long and have made changes but didn't go back and clean up, or they're wanting to switch to a more efficient tool or one that can handle their their, um, overall needs better. And so helping them make those transitions and handle that bloat of their systems And then the third tier of my client structure is more for that entrepreneur who has hit their capacity as far as a solopreneur is concerned. And so now they're ready to bring on a virtual assistant or employees and the systems that you have in your business um, are different when you bring on other people versus when you're doing it alone. And so making sure that they are prepared for that transition in their business and have the right processes and systems in place to maintain that and have the proper checks and balances as far as that is concerned. Um, So Organized Academy is kind of the beginning place. It is $25 a month um, and you can, it is a start and stop or go continuous, right? So if you are low on budget, and low on time, I always say low on budget, low on time, you can join Organized Academy to address one particular issue that you may have in your business, and once that issue is resolved, you get out of Organized Academy and come back when you so choose. Most of my members get in and don't ever want to leave because they not only get the resources, because they're on-demand resources, so they don't only get access to those, but they also get access to me. So if they get in Organized Academy and something is not answering their needs, they don't see a video or some training regarding what it is they're trying to do, then they can reach out to me and we could do a hot seat session, which is basically me walking them through or helping them figure out whatever it is. And then a lot of times the clients, because it is a community that builds upon itself, they will say, hey, I'll allow you to record this and put it in Organized Academy for the next person who needs that assistance as well. So it's just basically a way for you to get what you need on an on-demand basis, but they also offer services um, one-on-one. So some people are like, I have this one issue. I have a deadline of this. I really need your help in getting this resolved. Can we set up one-on-one? Of course, the price point of that is a lot higher, and but it allows you to get my undivided attention for that set amount of time um and get your whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish accomplished fairly quickly because that's kind of a time based um arrangement so that's ultimately organized academy as well as my one on one services and so i think your other question was how can you get in touch with me yes um, dlmorales.com is the best place it has all of the the ways to connect Um, with me. I am on Instagram and Facebook primarily. I am also on LinkedIn, but the content that is there is a little different, but you can still reach me there um, and get in touch with me there as well.
0: And of course, listeners, you know, I will have a direct link to Dana's website on the show page. So Dana, thank you so
1: much. Thank you, Janet. I always love coming and speaking with your listeners. That's so great.
0: So, what did you walk away from my conversation with Dana? Mine was lessons learned. You know, learning from those lessons and making some changes, um, adjustments. So, I love that um tip, that nugget she dropped. So now it's time for us to move on to Taylor's tip time, and I'm going to just talk about the organized office and how to organize your office. Number one, schedule time weekly to clear your in basket. Could be at the end of the week. Number two, schedule time to organize your drive, because a lot of times we save stuff and we just need to have a little bit more order on our, whether it's a hard drive, whether it's a flash drive, whether it's an external drive. Delete any emails and voicemails is number three. Number four, toss any a junk mail, and actually that should be something you do as you receive it. And then five. Clear your desk at the end of each day, but also at the end of the week, so when you come in, you're more focused on what you have to do. So those are my tips from Taylor's Tip Time. So have you been working on getting organized in the field, but you need someone to guide you from start to finish by providing you with details needed to clear the clutter and get organized? Then let's talk so I can share how you can get back on track and get organized with my virtual sessions. And I want you to go to the contact page and schedule a free 15 minute session. And that's www.JanetMTaylor.com. Or maybe you're just overwhelmed and feel like you're trying to manage everything, business, work, life, side hustle. Well, let me help you. I can work with clients and help them get things done without feeling stressed and burned out. I help them create a life so they can have time to do all that they want to do without feeling overwhelmed. So make sure you click the show page where it says strategize as well as organize Of course, I want to thank you for following me on social media, for your likes, your tweets, your resharing. Thank you so much. And please continue to follow me. And, of course, make sure you check out my Pinterest page. And I have a board specifically for work at home, but also for time management, for goals, etc. And, of course, I'm also on YouTube as well. Now, if you're thinking of getting organized, ladies don't get overwhelmed join my facebook group living life totally organized it's a community of women supporting each other and they help each other on their journey to living that organized life and it is totally free and i love it because the community they post stuff out there give each other encouragement some people just by posting stuff it helps them stay motivated as well well do you know what time it is Yes, right. I can hear you all chanting. It is Tossy Tuesday time. So I want you, because we're talking about the desk and the workspace, to empty the junk out of your basket, your in-basket. All that stuff you just put there because it'll have a place to stay. Well, let's go in there and clean it out. My app suggestion for you this week is Trello. You've heard me mention it before, but it's a great app platform if you want to organize your projects. But also, I know people who actually organize their meals that way as well. This week's product suggestion is the magazine file boxes. They're not really great for magazines. I actually keep my portfolios, the ones my, with my writing tablets in them, I keep those organized. I keep all my mailing and supplies organized in them as well. So there's so many different ways you can actually Utilize them, but it's a great way to maximize the space on your shelving and your bookcase. So, check that out. And of course, I have a page on my Pinterest board Repurpose the Office, check it out. There's ways that people have given new life to filing cabinets and so much more. My book suggestion for this week is Melinda Emerson's your own boss in 12 months. Get expert advice on marketing, selling online, accounting, and more all tailored to the current economic climate in this new updated edition of the go-to resource for helpful entrepreneurs. I actually had an opportunity to meet um, Melinda and I actually, um, she was a client, but she's got a great resource. So check her out and also follow her on social media and get on her mailing list because she has lots of great Strategies as well. She is America's number one business expert. Um, So check that out as well. And then, of course, my quote for this week is success is not final. Failure is not final. Fatal. Let me repeat it. Success is not final and failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Winston Churchill. Again, success is not final failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Winston Church. Well, of course, I want to thank you again for joining me. Please share this podcast with your family or friends and on your social media network. And again, let me know if you enjoy listening to this podcast. And of course, if there's a topic you want me to cover in regards to organizing because there's a place on the show page where you can actually leave me a voice in message. So, and, of course, please be sure to visit my website at www.JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, have a clutter-free day, but most of all, have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element of a clutter-free life join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized.